Welcome to the podcast, episode 106. Hard to believe that we've been doing this for this long, but we have. I want to talk about uh, gun control. And uh, the reason I want to talk about gun control is that we've just, as I'm recording this, we've just had two new mass shootings, um, one in El Paso, Texas, at, at a Walmart, and the other in Dayton. Uh, and uh, the the uh, these shootings were dragged into the political sphere almost immediately, um, and dragged into the political sphere in um, uh, a decidedly ugly way. The thing that is the thing that's appalling about this. So, for example, um, the this is all still new, and we don't know um, what we'll know later. But the um, the one in El Paso appears to have been racially um, motivated, uh, targeting Hispanics, and in the popular parlance, would have been a crime from the right. Um, the uh, one in Dayton was a crime from the left. The guy uh, appeared to have been a supporter of Elizabeth Warren and uh, and uh, cheering on Antifa and and so on. So we've got this these two shootings. And uh, we have candidates for president immediately blaming the party, the the opposing political party. Um, and the thing that is the thing that is um, quite striking about it is is that people are not speaking in measured tones at all. In other words, uh, I think that there is a legitimate political debate that uh, well-intentioned people could have where one person could argue that we need gun control in order to cut down on these mass shootings and the other position being that we best not have gun control um, because we want to reduce these mass shootings. But the way the, the, way the debate has deteriorated, uh, people are talking as though you're, they're political opponents want the mass shootings. They want the bloodshed. They want the children to die um, and so forth. In other words, you're supporting this. Instead of saying your policies are ineffectual, your, your policies that, that are aiming at our shared goal are ineffectual, that's a political debate. You're a blood ghoul just like the shooter and you are you are happy when people die, just like the shooter was happy when people die, is an indication that our political system is on its last legs. In other words, when a random shooting occurs in a Walmart and the opposing political party that has a different policy approach to how these shootings should be um, minimized or how, how we could have them be a rare event. When someone who has a different policy approach is lumped by you into the same category as the shooter, just as bad as the shooter, uh, you've got blood on your hands, you've, you're evil, you're vile. Uh, what that is, is that's not a cry for less shooting. That is the prelude to more shooting. In other words, there's uh, there's certain things that you could, as they say in the political sphere, uh, certain things you could walk back. But 
other times the rhetoric gets so heated and so uh, out there, there's no way to uh, there's no way to walk it back. And I believe that we are uh, very much at uh, this point in our nation. Um, all we need is one or two more close elections, and people are going to go get their guns. It's um, and you can and you can tell that this is where. Uh, uh, you you can tell that the pot is almost at a full boil already because of uh, because when violent episodes like um, these shootings occur and the people in the uh, in the auditorium, the people in the stands, the people in the stadium are immediately themselves consumed with bloodlust and and blood curdling language and you deserve to die and you know this sort of thing um that's not that's not a, an approach that will reduce the shooting that's a um that's an approach that is going to result in a lot more shooting so podcast episode 106 um we come now to our uh, homartiology section, um, where we're discussing different uh, Greek words for different sins. Now, influenced by certain Enlightenment assumptions, we like to believe that we all may reserve the right to not believe certain things. We think that we have full authority over that. We, uh, we think that we have um, the total right to believe or not believe whatever we want. But in Scripture, to believe not is described as a sin. The verb used to describe this unbelief in Scripture is apisteo. Apisteo. The male disciples had been told by Jesus that he was going to come back from the dead, and then, when he did, and the women testified that they had seen him, refused to believe it anyway. That's in Mark 16:11. And they, when they had heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, believed not. Apisteo. And their, and their words, the, the words of the women, and their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. That's in Luke 24, 11. Of course, the disciples were eventually persuaded, and their shock at that time is described in a figure of speech that was not sinful. They believed not for joy. Luke 24, 41. In other words, there, there it's described as they're not believing, but it's like an overjoyed person uh, saying, I don't believe it. Well, when, when they do believe it. Jesus tells his disciples that the message that they were to preach to the nations was a winnowing message. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. There it is again, Mark 16, 16. And this is how the message has worked from the first century until now. Some who hear believe and others do not. And some believed the things which were spoken, and some believed not. Acts twenty-eight twenty-four. Now God is uh, God is not thrown down from His throne by our unbelief. How could that be? For for what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make faith, make the faith of God without effect? That's in Romans three three. God will work out His good purposes regardless of the unbelief shown by the ultimate rebels, and he will work over, around, through, and into the temporary unbelief of his weak children. If we believe not, there it is again, if we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, 
he cannot deny himself. That's Second Timothy two, thirteen. So our book review for this uh, episode is a uh, book by an, a, a gent named Gogek, G-O-G-E-K, Gogek. Don't know if that's how it's pronounced. It's probably Polish for Smith or something, you know, I don't know, G-O-G-E-K. And then the name of the book is Marijuana Debunked, Marijuana Debunked. I um, just recently finished this, and um, I thought it was quite good, very, very thorough. And uh, and I thought it's time we talked about this. Part the reason I a uh, little background. The reason I read this um, book is I'm doing uh, research for a book of my own um, that Canon Press has commissioned. Uh, that we're calling it different different things. One is uh, one candidate is Thou shalt not pot. Uh, another one is devoured by cannabis. I I prefer that one devoured by cannabis. Um. I've written on this before, and I want to. There's an appendix in the book Future Men on liberty and marijuana that I'm that's going to grow and expand into a book, and I'm I'm doing some background research, background reading uh, on it first. So, uh, the the thing that is obvious, if you read through the um, material on this, if you read through the literature on this subject, and not just and not just what you might call the talking points uh, literature. The talking points literature in favor of decriminalization, in favor of medical marijuana, in favor of um, uh, full legalization, in favor of legalizing marijuana as a recreational drug. Um, the, the, uh, there's a lot of money that is, that is to be made uh, selling pot to people who have a demonstrated... Uh, Difficulty with self-control, and so um, in the in the campaigns for legalization, the um, the anti-legalization or the anti-decriminalization forces are generally outspent three to one, ten to one, sometimes thirty to one. Um, a lot of money has uh, has been poured into the effort to get marijuana legal, and that is an upfront investment and they're pouring this money in because there's a lot of money to be made. So, and it's one of those things where when, when people gauge that the time is right for a particular um, movement, like the legalization of pot, um, the, all the normal processes that, are, that you would go through, uh, all the normal questions that you would ask, don't get asked. So, for example, another example would be the birth control pill. The birth control pill was uh, sacrosanct. It was a sacred thing from the moment of its uh, introduction. So there's no way that they're going to say, oh, yeah, this works to uh, prevent the conception of children, but we have some troublesome uh, issues here, here, here. If, if, it were a, um, if it were a medicine for your, uh, blisters on your ankle, um, they would run through the whole FDA rigorous, um, rigorous approach. But the pill, no. Um, all the basic questions that you would ask a, about a substance like marijuana, just uh, are just not getting asked. So, for example, um, 
one of the villains of the piece, and one of the villains of our common uh, public discourse now is big tobacco. But when marijuana is legal in all 50 states, what companies do you think are going to get into the marijuana business? Does anybody uh, fail to recognize that this is a huge shot in the arm for big tobacco? Oh, oh good. Another kind of leaf that you can smoke, and we know how to make cigarettes, and let's, uh, uh, let's, get, uh, let's get to it, boys. Um, there are all sorts of uh, difficulties. If you, if you have a population that is uh, routinely, regularly smoking pot, you're basically bringing about the land of the lotus eaters, if you know your homer. Where people it basically, it's just going to sap uh, energy, innovation, uh, creativity as much, as as creative as people like to feel they are when they're high. They're not. Um, the um, the The drug is uh, implicated in increased traffic fatalities, increased traffic accidents and fatalities. It's difficult to um, in in states that uh, in states that have legalized marijuana, uh, there are certain uh, jobs that you that that companies are going to like uh, oil drilling that sort of thing, uh, blue collar heavy equipment jobs that you're going to have a hard time keeping people um, keeping people on because uh, the half life of alcohol you could have you could have a guy go on a bender on the weekend and have the alcohol largely out of his system by, by work Monday morning. Uh, the active ingredient in alcohol has got a very uh, short half-life. Um, but THC, the active ingredient in marijuana, has a very long half-life. It doesn't go away rapidly. It doesn't go away quickly. Um, this book shows, uh, this book is, um, uh, written by a uh, psychiatrist he's not it's not written from a believing perspective but he um he is someone who who has um dealt with a lot of people who are um who are users and and one of the things he points out is that uh that this is a well this is one of those things where i precede it by saying correlation is not the same the same thing as causation, but there's a strong correlation between um, the use of pot and schizophrenia, particularly when someone starts becoming a regular user uh, uh, at a very young age. There are all sorts of dangers. There are all sorts of problems. There are all sorts of um, public policy uh, issues that are just flat being ignored or buried or suppressed. I'm going to be writing on this as a, uh, as a, as a way of equipping Christians to know how to answer uh, people who say, what's the big deal? We live in a state where it's legal. It's, um, isn't it just like your glass of wine with dinner? And the answer is no, it isn't. Um, so uh, marijuana is a, uh, a, a drug that is, uh, brings with it significant dangers, and I think we need to be informed on those dangers. Uh, before we proceed down this road any further, uh, marijuana, um, marijuana debunked by Gogek is a good place to start. 
You've spent a pleasant half hour with podcast proprietor Douglas Wilson. This podcast is produced by Canon Press. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform. To hear more from Doug, please visit canonpress.com.